All right, New River Valley. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Yep. I did that for you. Yeah. Is that because you, we're talking about school? You, no. You like you like a little Van Halen. I do. That drum intro reminds me of uh, a really loppy, or uh, lopy, uh, engine at a drag strip. Oh, yeah. Dave, did you see Tour of Destruction? Is it coming? It's like, uh, is it this week or next week? Ooh. I think it's next weekend. I have to get tickets. Yeah, I don't think it's the 16th. I think it's the 23rd. Double check that. Yeah. If it's the 16th, well, then you better get over there tonight. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's I think it's next next weekend. That, uh, and we're not paid to say this, but Some you and I both so. went over there. I th- uh, didn't we get free tickets? Uh, we had some, and then I bought for two. I had got two, and I bought two. Yeah, but that was one of the best times ever. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, f- definitely for 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 all as like people watching, and fun watching. Correct. So uh, you told everybody that we're going to talk finance in this segment, and we'll try to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not as interesting as polar vor- vortex. I don't know if that's interesting to people or not, but <laughs> but I will tell you, uh, it tells you a lot about when you are looking out your window why things look the way they are. So so I've, I've heard nobody complain this year in my area about the weather. Right. Except for it was a little too hot. Just for a week or so. Yeah. We got lucky this summer. Really wasn't bad. Well, it was a vortex. Yeah. It was not luck. It was it was the, it was the cycle you're yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. So we just have to wait 27 more years. For yeah. We, we've yeah. actually been below normal temperatures. Yeah. Yeah. So are you predicting uh, pretty leaves or brown dry leaves? I think we're going to have pretty leaves, but we're not going to see them in September. Yeah. They're going to be in October. October. Yeah, and then not only will they be in October, but I think they're going to stay on the leaves a little bit longer because we were, we were commenting about the the winds. There's just not a lot of winds, and yeah. the lot of reason there's not a lot of winds is the reason why these storms are moving so slow and then um, dropping as much rain when they, when they come through. And it's going to be the reason why their leaves aren't blowing off, which means you're going to your, the leaves in your yard will be yours. <laughs> you yeah. won't they're not it's from not your neighbors, neighbors. <laughs> which also means that my leaves uh that i will have leaves yeah. a lot of leaves because yeah. they'll just drop in my yard exactly my right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. and then they'll be wet so they'll just yeah. be there yeah yeah but it, i think it's going to be a uh a, a gorgeous uh fall and it's going to be a fun winter welcome back everybody you're listening to am hodgepodge this is keith weltons and that's mark Dapp. and as we said Mark, we've got a couple of uh, uh, finance articles. I know I sent you one, just kind of looked it over uh, a couple weeks ago, and then I thought it made a lot of sense, particularly with what was being um, discussed and then I guess signed into law in California, which is a raise for people that work in the, um, I think it's specifically the fast food industry. Yeah. Uh, and there's a minimum wage now uh, for that. And then there was another article, uh was about, um, median wages, I guess. The salary a single person needs to get by in every U.S. state. Okay, salaries, and that's a that it takes. it's an article by Mike Winters, and and so you've read the article, right? I didn't. I I okay. actually I got, had it on my phone. I kind of read the first 
first part of just a little bit okay. and then just swing through the the states just to see how far that part they all were. And they're, they're actually pretty tightly grouped. So you probably know if I ask you what was the most expensive state to live in. It's either Hawaii or Alaska or California. It's Hawaii. Second highest wasn't on that list that you gave us. That was Massachusetts. Well, I was well, you didn't. I, I didn't ask second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Have, I'd have gone to different. All right. Yeah, and I think I saw. I did see. I think Massachusetts was on. Was pretty high up. Yeah, and then California, New York, and Alaska. Yeah, right. So uh, Hawaii, the so and, and and let's fill everybody in. This is how they came up with these numbers. So um, the. Uh, this was done by it was an analysis done by personal finance website gobankingrates.com mm-hmm. and they determined a living wage in each state by calculating the minimum amount a single person would need to follow the 50 30 20 bu- budget which means 50 is used for necessities mm-hmm. 30% goes towards discretionary spending and 20% is left for savings or other investments okay so in hawaii uh single worker needs to make 112.4. I know. I saw that. Single worker. Now, the thing is that 20% at that number, they're saving $22,000 a year. Or they're not saving at all. Well, according to right. that, it's this a, is, if it's the 50-30-20. Yeah, this is what you need. But, but here's the problem. Uh, the... Median income in the United States for a full-time worker is fifty-seven-two. Yeah. So uh, now they they give you this little other little tidbit here in Mississippi. The living wage is just forty-five-nine. Right. So if you're making an average or median, I should say, income for uh, the United States, you're actually exceeding what's needed in Mississippi. Right. But you're not even close for Hawaii. Right. And this kind of we're kind of weaving three articles in together. This goes to what you were talking about in California. So in California, the median required income for a living wage is eighty thousand. Okay. Um, the the problem that you run into, and this is where you see Washington start to meddle with um, minimum wage. Mm-hmm. The problem that you run into is, and and it's also where you see. Uh, even Blacksburg is struggling to build a, affordable housing for low-income mm-hmm. families. Um, it's because the cost of living goes up so high that the people that work in the facilities that keep a city running, like food and beverage, um, they can't afford to be there. Correct. And so you can't find anybody to work. Right. And, it, of course, that kind of messes up the livability of your city. Correct. It, it ruins why people came there in the first place. Yeah. And so um, going back to what I was talking about, you know, if if you if you have to make 112.4 in Hawaii to get the 50-30-20 equation and you don't, well, then you're not going to scrimp on necessities. No. Uh, you'll definitely scrimp on uh, some of the lifestyle expenses that you can pick. Which is why you need tourists. Right. But in you and I's experience, Keith, I think it's safe to say that most people will scrimp 
on retirement savings. Correct. And so there's another article here. Uh, this is an article written by uh, Sharon Epperson and Stephanie Du. And this says that uh, 74% of Americans are feeling uh, stressed financially. And that's up from 70% in April. And what that ultimately pans out to is about 4 in 10 people are not contributing anything yeah. to their 401k yeah. or other retirement plans. So, and, 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 and those that have withdrawn from a retirement plan in the last 12 months, I think it's up 300% wow. uh, year over year. Yeah. And, the, and the, the disturbing part to me, Keith, is, you know, when you Meaning say— Meaning if you're not putting in, you might have actually taken, taken out. out. Yeah. And if, you, and if, and if four in ten are, are not putting in, mm-hmm. how many are actually maxing out that plan? Yeah. And, yeah. and how many are just maybe just getting the match? Yeah. Or even worse, not even getting the full match. Yeah, well, it shows the reason. So that study that you're referencing is for salaried individuals, and they typically have some sort of a benefit plan. When you go back to this hourly wage, which so back in, once again, we're kind of flipping between hourly, uh, livable wages, and salaries. Um, If you go to the hourly wage uh, folks, they might be earning roughly what it takes to, to live. Let's just say that they are. But in those cases, the the saving responsibility is solely on them yeah. because there isn't some sort of a retirement plan that is potentially there. And then I think secondarily, if it's a if it's an hourly wage, in many cases, the employer isn't you allowing you to work beyond that thirty two hour period. So it's great to say that there's forty hours in a week and or 45, but in many cases, they won't let them exceed that 32 because if it's a larger corporation, then they have to enroll you into the benefits program, yeah. which means that if you do want to get the 40-hour or the livable wage number, you have to have two jobs. So now you're juggling amongst two, which can be done. It certainly can be done. And statistically, there are enough positions available out there. The good news is if you get two 30-hour jobs – you're not spending any money on fun. Yeah, yeah. You've just determined that, <laughs> the, that your coworkers are fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Right? That's but right. but uh, we do know that the compound effect of uh, uh, one thing, which is that if you get ahead of your debts or if you get ahead of your savings, uh, it does allow for f- more fun later. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, you have usually more time, disposable time early in life and less disposable time in the middle. And that's when you might need some of those hours back. So if you could go ahead and not work two jobs or have a salaried position that's just 40 hours at that point later, maybe you don't need to save as much because, um, and maybe you don't need as much going out because you don't either have the debts or you've started your savings program earlier. Yeah, yeah. So there's ways to kind of to, to kind of get there. I will I will end with this. Well, I'm not going to let you end because we do, do have a couple little things. Here. No, I want to end with this point on yeah. those two things, right. is that nothing is insurmountable. It's just not. 
you just have to have um, yourself step back and actually do some of the work and and say what's it going to take and then start solving the the, the problem right. and some people get help with that others just have the knack to be able to do it but but it's all it's it's all achievable i agree okay. i agree uh i think people will be interested to know virginia the annual living wage for a single person is 57 3 mm-hmm. So it's still pretty high. Yeah. Not nearly as, I mean, it's half yeah. of what Hawaii is. Yeah. Uh, and we still have beaches pretty close. Yeah. And we certainly know that it's skewed by certain areas. But if you go to the BLS, a Bureau of Labor Statistics, it costs as much to live in Blacksburg as it does in Austin, Texas. So you're not, you're not, you're saying, oh, well, da da da. Blacksburg as a whole is a fairly expensive. Um, due to due to uh, housing costs, it, it is. But to that point, you know, when they say Virginia, the living wage is fifty seven three, we know that that's vastly different in Alexandria. Oh gosh, yeah. Than it is in Radford. Yeah. And it's even different in Radford than it is in Blacksburg. Yeah. Or absolutely. Pulaski, yeah. right? Or Giles. Right. And so you mean back to, to that part about why people work in certain places but they don't live where they yeah. work? Yeah. And to your point. It's not insurmountable. It may mean that you live in Giles County yeah. and you work in Blacksburg. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful drive. Now, circling back to work and wages and that sort of thing, I think you teased everybody about California, but I don't think we expanded on that. So California recently, did they pass the law or is it just being uh, going through the legislative process? It was agreed upon by... The, so the union there negotiated, I guess, with the state, and they agreed upon $20 an hour, and that's going from $15 an hour to 20 So if you're in food services, yeah, it's mandated that you can earn 20 bucks an hour. As a start, yeah, yeah. as the, the lowest. And we kind of chuckled. I mean, it's not funny. It's not a laughing matter, but the, the fact of the matter is that's still not a living wage in no. California. No, and what we also don't know is what percentage of people that's even going to affect because I do know that, and this is from people telling me, that there was already signs for restaurants and stuff out there that said uh, hiring at eighteen fifty an hour. So, you know, Taco Bell was already trying to hire at that level of or an In-N-Out burger. Yeah, oftentimes we see that around here uh, when, the, uh, when Washington, D.C. starts talking about raising the minimum wage, some of the bigger companies do it. They sort of preemptively. Correct. Yeah, they were already kind of there uh, in order to stave off any sort of uh, fleeing of, of personnel to uh, a, a competitor of some sort. Yeah. All right. It's tempting to get political on this, but I think we'll just— We just did. We just yeah, didn't do it. No. We'll let everybody yell at the radio in the car. Exactly right. <laughs> yep. All right. I think that's it. All right. I think we've we've done our best to— to be interesting today. Yeah, enough. Uh, we do have some great guests next week. Everybody listen uh, to us then. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. If you're out at one of the fairs, have a great time. Obviously, there's some football on this weekend. Uh, so, everybody, enjoy the week. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to AM Hodgepodge.